welcome to our next edition of MiceCast. We're your hosts. I'm Mike. And I'm Greg. There's Greg. And today we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about the standalone parks. Eisner era, right? Can Yeah, basically the topic came to my mind a little while ago when I was reading on... I'm not sure if it was on allears.net or Passporter or MiceChat... But it was whether or not Animal Kingdom could stand on its own if it wasn't part of the resort at Walt Disney World. And that also kind of leads into the Disney's California Adventure. Fiasco. Right now there are many rumors floating around of some major changes to Disney's California Adventure, maybe even the name. So do any of the parks that were developed under Eisner's years, are they worthy of, of standing free on their own? All right. Or should they be exp- too. Well, let's let's run down for the listeners uh, what constitutes an Eisner era park, right? So obviously Disneyland is not Disneyland Mag- the park as they call it now. Correct is right. Magic Kingdom, That's, Walt Disney Magic World, Kingdom at is Walt not. Disney World, Epcot Center at Walt Disney World. Those are off the plate because those were existing before Eisner came around. And I do believe that each one of those could stand and operate. On its own. And Tokyo. And Tokyo Disneyland, yes. Okay. All right. Our Asian friends love Disney. Sure they do. <laughs> All right. So, well, so it's obvious, right? Disneyland stood on its own for nearly 20 years. Uh, Magic Kingdom stood on its own for nearly 10 years or just a hair over, right? Florida. Yeah, I mean, Epcot opened in 1982, Two. October something. I don't remember the day. <laughs> Just know it was a week after you were there. <laughs> a week after I was there, yeah. I got to stand at the load platform of the monorail going, what a dumb shit. I scheduled my vacation incorrectly. <laughs> okay. So, I'm dumb and full of fun. Yeah. So what was the next? So what was the first Eisner era uh, park? Disney MGM? It has to be Paris? Disney MGM. Well, let's see. Oh, Paris, well, Disneyland or EDL as it used to be known. I, I want to throw that one out of the mix. I think it's proven its worth over the years, but it's also built on the model of Disneyland, the Magic Tokyo Disneyland. That's a known concept that has worked. Sure. So I'll kind of throw that one to the side because they actually did spend a gazillion amount of dollars on that park, which was took it a while to to recap its investment but that park had the single largest year in the first year of people through the gate than any of the other parks so i would say that's a success okay so would i even though the cash ton- wise it wasn't a success no, for a while but it's doing it okay to, now took a while to pay for itself yes uh, it did so you spend a billion dollars what do you expect yeah um haven't seen it myself i understand it's a beautiful place I've seen a lot of pictures, seen some videos, but again, yeah, I have not been there. All right, so that that leaves uh, the first target is Disney MGM, which is going to be just the Disney Studios here soon. Uh, so they say, and I was just there what, a few months ago and really didn't see anything leading to that. I only see that in written publication where some people just refer to it as the Disney Studio. But you don't... But I believe the Walt Disney World website still calls it Disney MGM. Yes, but... Do you recall the archway over the animation side was under scaffolding when we were there? 
Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. like that in spring break, but it was Okay, well, there's, in been, August, there's and... been pictures since, and Mickey holding the little clapboard, that logo is... Damn that's fine with gone. me. Dumped MGM. I yeah. always thought that was odd in the beginning, but that was a that was a relationship to get access to some of their archives yes, and the movies yeah. they won the show. So, all right. So Disney MGM. I don't think, even though I like the place, and I if I've every time we go, I visit it more than once. I'm not so sure it could stand alone. And I'm not sure you were there when it. Fairly close to when it first yes, opened. Yes, January of 1990, and it opened like the previous fall, October and, or something. And I did not get to see it until March of last year. And an Imagineering friend of mine told me that was probably the place I'd spend the most time. I would love the park. Now, I did spend a lot of time there, but I have to say, though I enjoyed it, there's not a whole lot to do there. It's a park of shows and exhibits couple attractions yeah couple attractions and not until recently did they really have showstopper attractions e-tickets correct well i think movie ride when it first hit was considered an e-ticket because it's probably was a lot of i'd say that's a d plus yeah (laughs) e minor uh it's a good ride yeah, it's not quite what I expected. It was built up to be something much larger. And I can't stand it that I can't see even the facade down. Yeah, I, I want to call it Main Street, Hollywood Street. But it, Mickey's hat is fine. I, I want to see the Chinese down there. Yeah. That's a... the, the backstage tour sucked. Now, I understand it used to be longer. and They tore out the street of houses. Golden yeah. Girls for the TV series to put the new stunt show. But come on, they need to do stuff. That I felt ripped off. Well, it was it was a manufactured backlot tour. Nowhere nowhere on the level of Universal. I mean, well, even no, U- shit, Sherlock. Oh, well, I mean, okay, even Universal Florida is manufactured, right? They no. Well, they, Universal they build... Florida from everything I've read doesn't have a backstage tour. At least it didn't when it opened. Because it wasn't designed around an existing studio like no, well, the like, one in Hollywood. Yes, and you know, one in Hollywood's used all the time. Every if you you go on that tour, every you know, pick a day of the week, every Tuesday, you're not going on the same backlot well, tour because they. You know, we we should say that we're not dumb shits. Universal Studios <laughs> is not in Hollywood for those <laughs> yeah, studio technical city. people out there. Well, it's Universal City, right? Yeah. Universal City. Okay. And thank you for those who listened to our first initial yeah, all, podcast. All 20 uh, of you. Yeah, spread the word. Yeah, send us an email. <laughs> Anyways, Let back us know to it. No, but see, I don't think you should expect these parks to stand on their own. They're part of a larger resort. Sure. And having the multiple parks eases the strain on the existing parks and starts to spread the crowds around, allows the resort to bring more people in, make more money. Which is a good thing. And keeps uh, them on the property longer. Keeps them on the property. Where they, Keep, hey, there's another podcast. Write yeah. this down, Mike. Uh, there was a lot of complaints when Disney started building all the hotels under Eisner because a lot of people thought it would hurt the local economy because they were maybe shutting down all the mom and pops and they were bringing all those resorts on property. The, the property was underutilized. They've done a really good job, and it's really not that expensive to stay on property. And you get a lot of benefits doing so. so again with that side note we'll do that at another so i think the disney gm is a work i don't it would stand on its own but i don't think it's expected to okay 
Counterpoint. What do you got for me? I, I, I think I've got that one nailed down. No, well, you know, unfortunately, you picked something that I agree with. <laughs> I well, mean, okay, okay, let's move on to uh, Animal no, Kingdom. No, no, well, hang on, to... hang on. You challenged me to counterpoint. Let me see if I can come up with some counterpoint. Um, okay, let's see. It's supposed to be a, you know, a backlot tour, right? Well, there's no freaking backlot. So they built no, the I place. Say they, it's a backlot tour. They it's built a, a backlot tour on that thing. They put oh, okay, up the Golden okay. Girls' you're, house. You're back they put to a, that. I'm, we're talking about the park in general. The park in general is just to show off Hollywood. Sure. The, the studios, the movies. I mean, heck, it the backlot was a disappointment. I mean, heck, it, it could, could be, be it could be fixed. a land. It could be a land of Disney, of Magic Kingdom for all it. You know, just like California Adventure. You know, Hollywood's a land. It's a themed area. You know, they just. It's, just a themed area on steroids, really. Yeah, it could be, but there's a lot there. It would be that there's a lot there to cram into the Magic Kingdom, or and, Disneyland, or a park like and, that. And you know, you know, Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company considers itself an entertainment company first, right? Film, yes. film yes. is the, is the, you know, the division everybody has to count out to. It right? all started with a mouse. Yeah, 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 the mouse. Okay. But you know, so Walt Disney Company likes to think of itself as a film company first. The 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 parks are you know a necessary evil part of their image. You know, get well. I wouldn't so, say so now, but their, their start obviously was a production studio. But Walt, being the guy he was, spread himself around, put his fingers in other things, and he was very successful at this one particular thing. Well, all right. The point I was getting to. Yeah, there was, was a point there. Yes, there was a point. Was that. We'll get to it. Disney MGM Studios is, you know, the almost like a an homage to their roots. You know, it's all Hollywood stuff. You know, everything. If they really wanted to they, go to their they, roots, they should have reproduced they, the original Disney Studios they in some in, way. They packed in everything. I mean, the Muppet showed up there. Everything that's and oh, there's another podcast. We got to do this one. What? Rumor. <laughs> rumors in the park. <laughs> what what people said were coming, and the Muppet just rung a bell. And when we do that podcast, the bell will ring again. It's it's one of the funny rumors I thought. Which one? Oh, okay. I'm not gonna tell you. You oh, have to wait for that all podcast. Right. Then I need to write it down because I'm gonna forget. Yeah, right. Muppet rumors. Well, not Muppets. R- corporate rumors. Corporate rumors. Okay, fine. Corporate rumors. Okay. So back to the parks. I think. The MGM. I don't think it should be expected to stand on its own as part of the resort. No, I I don't think it's, well, it's another featured attraction of coming to the report. There's a lot there now. Though I gotta admit, it's not unlike California Adventure, where there is a lot of things to, a lot of places to shop, places to eat. A little less on the entertainment as far as attractions, but a lot of their eateries are attractions in, their, in themselves. Yeah, their show, I was about their, to, their I was food, about to say steaming. my favorite restaurants are in Disney MGM. Well, a couple oh, of them definitely, anyway. definitely, uh, and that's what my wife said was Disney MGM reminded her of California Adventure. <laughs> now that's it should be, backwards. It should be the way around. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> so moving on to the Animal Kingdom. Oh hell no! Now, or <laughs> our future, our yet to be introduced Disney Insider Deep Throat, Deep Throat. or D D T T Disney Deep Boy D D T Disney Deep Throat believes it can stand on its own. I think he's full of crap. They need to get more animals than that freaking safari then, because <laughs> well, it comes and goes. You know, when you're there at a less hot time, you might see some, 
but here's here's the point. He's talking about all the virtues of this this great uh, animal park, and it's well known for its taking care of its animal, the care, and the zoology thing. Blah 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 blah. blah. I did that park in a half a day in spring break, and you were butt to butt, sweaty smell people, and pits in your face, and drooling down people's bodies. Oh, gosh. Disgusting. You know, uh, dogs and animals sleep together. <laughs> it's uh, dogs and cats. Chaos, you know? Yeah, mass hysteria. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now, I still did that park in half a day. Same. Now, same I didn't see every crevice of it, but I we did the safari. We didn't do the stupid rafts uh, because it broke down. But I went back in but August. You, but you did all you did all the other e-tickets though, right? I, I what e-ticket? Dinosaur ride. Dinosaur. That's the only. That's Dinosaur, the only right? There. Using the indie using the indie ride vehicle. Yeah, that's the only e-ticket there. I think the park is beautifully designed. I think the theming is very well done. Though, yeah, where does the, the way the park works and you walk around seemed a little not thought out, made you kind of weave around a little bit. I remember you, you, you head to the what? tree. I remember you go to the tree and you can go yeah. left or you can go right. And if you go, yeah, but to get to the tree is not a straight run like no, it isn't. The radial design of the Magic Kingdom. No, you kind of got to go through the ticket go to booths, left, weave around. Yeah, and you come up to the tree, but the whole thing having to ride the train out to that. Zoo that I found a waste of time, but I could see that if schools took their kids there for the educational thing, there's a lot of hands-on things. My kids weren't that young to want to do all those touchy-feely stuff. They just want to ride to see good shows. Uh, though there's a lot of interesting stuff, and I don't doubt that on the zoological end that it's it's a high-tech park. Yeah, no, but as far as what you see on the outside or as guess to ride things eh I, I don't think you could put this thing out in Montana and people, people go see it. To see it no hell no or Texas you know put it in Dallas Texas to compete with Six Flags and no. all that you know yeah. put it next to SeaWorld or the Wild Animal Park in San Diego sure nah not gonna do it no you don't no, think I so? do believe being down in with the animal versus the tram doohickey they got at it the San Diego one is a much better way, though a very bumpy ride. Yeah, uh, it, that was fun, and it, I liked it. And you know the fact that some animal can stray across the path, and everyone has to stop and wait for it to you know decide to move. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that, that was good. I don't think it can stand on its own. Personally, I know some people who think it does, but again, I don't think it should be expected to. I don't think that's the measure if the park is good or not. Yeah, but it still well, needs to build on itself, add attractions. And make people want to flock to it. Well, okay, you 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 you, you made a comment about should it stand? Uh, was it designed to stand on its own? And do you really think that executive type folk who sign off on this thing say, yeah, we can put in a half half baked park because we know there are going to be people there seeing the real stuff anyway? Is well, that is that an actual thought process? Nuts that think Iser is evil incarnate, maybe even the uh, Antichrist. Yes, <laughs> I think they believe that Disney executives are a bunch of greedy assholes that think the think kind of like the Ferengi, that greed is good, <laughs> screw everybody, make whatever deal makes you it's money, right. blah, 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 blah. It's only worthwhile if there's profit in it. That's right, and I don't believe that. I think there is a certain amount of that. There are 
bean counters who worry about the bottom line. Uh, and Iser may have been one of them. I don't think they really think that way. I do think what happens is parks that are better are designed, or potentially those parks were better designed, but budgets limited what they actually... Yeah, there's that almighty dollar rearing its ugly and head. So that's going to be our segue to DCA, oh. or Disney's California Adventure. That's not the original park that was designed for that space. No. Westcott was. Which is now, I will be... admit, when I first saw Westcott, I'm like, what the f is Westcott? Epcot means something. Though now they don't use Epcot in the way they used to. No. Paramount community of tomorrow. It's just Epcot. That's the name. That's a, it's not an acronym anymore. So Westcott was a bizarre thing to me at first, but as I started to look into it and see what they were doing, I thought it was very cool. Uh, the one Imagineer friend of mine said it was. They had some of the most awesome attractions set up for that place. It was great. Ron Dominguez will say in his interview in E-Ticket that once the project grew too large, became too expensive. That's kind of when he bowed out and said, "Hey, my time's up, anyways. Go read the article in E-Ticket's great magazine. I'm not going to try to reinterpret what he said." But there was a shift and a change to Disney's California Adventure. Yeah. Well, whose idea was that? Well, according to DDT, it was all Paul Pressler. This is a Paul Pressler 100% park. You know, and I got to admit, who in California wants to go see a California park? Because Disneyland, unlike Disney World, depends on probably 70% of its clientele as being locals. Though, yeah. Hey, here's the funny thing about we know, we California know, we know there's, locals. We know there's 600,000 annual pass holders out there for Disneyland. Yeah, I love them all. Yeah. Now, there's some psychos out there. Yeah. Not us, but no. there are psychos out there. I know many Californians who've never been out of, we're going to call it the greater Los Angeles area. Sure. Basically, L.A., Orange County, San, maybe Sandy. San Diego. Uh, some of them have never been out of Orange County. I mean, they, they just their existence has been very small. So in that sense, those California things are cool. People have never been in San Francisco. Though they've kind of really screwed the San Francisco area, so yeah. it's done very well. There's a, San a lot Francisco of good area. attractions. Well, I should say a few good attractions because there's not that many attractions. Some good restaurants, some great theming. I, see now, I, but something about the flow—they just didn't bring it together. And some of the areas are designed into holes. Yeah, the Condor Flats, which should be a great area. I think the theming is pretty good. I like There's it, the no music. place to expand. There's so much they could do with yeah. theming. The whole idea of what Condor Flats is supposed to be about. There's no room to do it. The pioneering aviation days of California. Yeah, and what yeah. dumb shit. That, this cracks me. That airplane, the uh, de Havilland Beaver. Yeah, it's supposed to by be. By the, the well, hotel. Howie 49 over there, yeah. yeah. I know it's supposed to be next to the garage, but. Yes, it is. <laughs> And it's too big it's to too go big. in there. too big. You had to stick it Because some there. dumb shit designer didn't find out how big the plane was. Uh, now, being in the industry that does do design and architecture and all that, I, you know, sometimes things like this happen. But that seemed kind of dumb. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I know. But I anyways, a I, lot of good concepts in that part. Yeah, but not well, but, ex not well executed. 
No, no, very poorly executed. But you know, I make some slight comparisons to Disneyland when it opened. If you if you look at how many attractions were at Disneyland when it opened compared to how many were at DCA when it opened, and how many restaurants and yeah, shops, yeah, blah, very blah, blah, similar. Blah. I understand, but you know, still Disneyland ha- had a show concept, a theater concept, right? Ticket well, booths, what, what's a lobby. Disneyland's, what's go, Disneyland's idea? You go leaving today, yeah. Your normal day life, yeah, going fantasy, to a fantasy yes. world. But you none know, none of the other parks are sold on that kind of idea. Correct. In fact, correct. I was no berm, no, no. It might have been on has bins. You know, part of the rumor is now they're taking the California letters down in front of the park. They might be creating more of a berm area where you walk through it to get to the park instead of seeing right into the park. That whole. Berm Idea really a Magic Kingdom thing. It's sure, a, it's, it's here at Disneyland, it's here at Walt Disney World, Epcot. It doesn't not really used. No. You see right into the park. Yes, MGM. You see right into the park. Animal Kingdom really is the only other one that you don't have a good view right into the park. Yeah, but that's I think that's less by design and more by chance. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, DCA, I'm, you see right into the park, no big deal. My problem with DCA is you see right into that stupid sun disc. That they had to and put. And you stop. That they had to put, yeah, you turn left, turn right, kind of there, catty corner. Yeah, there's no to, good circulation around it. Yeah. Now, if they ever get rid of the uh, Sim, not Simba parking lot. What parking lot is that? Back there? Timba, uh, uh, oh, God. Timon. Timon. Uh, my favorite parking lot because you can even walk from that one. Uh, but you know, it, it, the circulation is not it's good. Bad. It's, it, bad. it's not very conducive. I don't like it. I, you know, I like DCA because, as an annual pass holder, it's a place to go that was empty. When Disneyland's crowded. <laughs> it was empty. <laughs> you don't want to wait in line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a here's a little quick tangent for you. We found a we found a a Disney warehouse outlet in Las Vegas. And they were selling Superstar Limo T-shirts. <laughs> you mean they weren't a free giveaway when you bought something else? No. Now all that, all oh, kinds. That's of... a whole. Wasn't that going to be a whole other podcast? What dumb fuck? And we're not going to use that word very often on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we try to be what PG-13. What dumb fuck approved that right? Oh gosh, it's now, horrible. And then the rumor is, and I have no idea if this is true. I have to, I have to poke around with my uh, imaginary friend or our DDT, see if they know that that originally was supposed to be the great movie ride. And if you ever, if you, if bean counters ever got their way and you know what the great movie ride is and you know what the superstar limo is. Uh, Yeah. That's what a bean counter. That makes attraction. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) But no, okay. Now I know they were hoping that DCA would stand on its own because you know, wait, now where do you get that? Because I don't How, think so. Okay. When they were doing the previews for DC, you know, they had the big walls up. They had the big scaffold. Uh-huh, you could uh-huh. climb up there and uh-huh. look in as they tore up the parking lot. Yeah. You could ask yeah. the uh-huh. tour guide there if uh-huh. annual passes would be offered. Uh-huh. No, we don't know if annual passes will be offered. Uh-huh. And when it first opened up, yes, you can get an annual pass for Disneyland or California Adventure, but not both. Oh wait! And wait, then within wait, six wait. months, I had an annual pass. Back I had an annual pass for both. Pass but they wouldn't. They it took about six months where they would open them both up. Well, I have to admit, I avoided attending it right away because I want to avoid the crowd. Yeah. Well, and now it's you know add twenty bucks to your ticket, and you can go to both. <laughs> well, for your ticket, yes. <laughs> but how long uh, did it, how long did it take for them to get to? 
two parks for for just an extra twenty bucks. I don't know. They've been they, playing around with all were, kinds of different promotions. Just, just this last year, two thousand five, spring two thousand five, where they saying, okay, finally, you know what? Okay, I'm trying to remember in Disney World. I re- I, I thought I better look at the signs because we you know we had prepaid passes. Blah blah blah. Park Hopper, yada yada. They had one. I think if you bought a two day pass, it's automatically a park hopper. I mean, I could go to the website no, and find out. No, but. no, it's it's all uh, cafeteria style. You know, you pay. <clears throat> I'm gonna be there five days. I'm gonna get five days of admission. Oh, you want to be able to park hop? That's an extra twenty five bucks. Right. But oh, you, you want to get build a single th- park admission? Correct. But I don't know that you could buy a single park, single day park, and pay an extra twenty bucks and, and park, park hop. I don't think so. I don't remember. I think you have to get to two or three days before they do that. Uh, no, I'm not sure. But well, I really don't think if it was, it was a dream, if they actually thought it should stand up, I think what they're trying to do is develop that resort feeling, which is kind of hard right in the Anaheim since it's not developed. And not enough, I mean, what, three hotels or two and a half hotels? Screw the hotel part. You don't but, have enough buffer between you and the local gentry. Oh, correct. To make it like a resort. Correct. Unlike Florida, yeah, where you, geez, yeah, you're, you're on property I mean, for yes, 20 they minutes. Have a local crowd that drives there, but it's not like I mean, thousands of people could walk to Disneyland. Correct. It's not happening in Florida. No, no. Hey, uh, we're rolling up on 26 here. So, are we are we done? I'm just, you know, pointing out the time and thank you, timekeeper. If, if, well, if you another think, good if attraction, you, by the way, that may go by the most wayside, likely go bye bye. I uh, like that attraction. So if you don't, if you think we're almost done, then wind it up. If you got more steam, then drive on. Well, I'm just saying, I, I'm not sure Disney's California Adventure should be expected to stand on its own. I think uh, it's part of the the resort. Well, I, I think it's got a lot of potential. I know there'll be no third gate until it does. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that, but I'm not quite sure how the old third gate thing's going to work here or where it's going to be. Again, that's the thing about Disney World operating at a resort. Though it's not as remote as it used to be when I was first there in the... Uh, early 70s or mid-70s and early 80s, where there seemed to be hardly any cross-traffic, if you will, through the resort. Now there's practically super highways and people who aren't <laughs> even going to the resort but That's using right. the highways to go through it <laughs> to their next destination. To put a third gate in at Disneyland, I'm not sure where they would. There was the idea of the strawberry fields, which is about the cast member parking lot off Harbor and Cartella. No, it's farther down Harbor. Across from the Hilton. Big Across old fat empty Hilton. field. Yeah, the Hilton. Which one? The Hilton. The, the Hilton. The Hilton that backs up to the convention center. Yeah. Across right. harbor from that, on the east side of that, there's a big fat empty lot. That's where the third gate's supposed to go. Right, right, right. But on behind that is the old trailer park. Where the cast members park, more, and they're going to need most of the cast member parking. You mean more to towards the east, park. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but good. are you going to back up a third park to residences, apartments, and condos? No, uh, who the heck knows what they're going to do? I don't even think be... I don't even think they'd be able to to consolidate. You know, talk Anaheim out of giving up Cerritos Avenue. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but you know, I Garden Grove wants to build a park down in what they're calling see it's not Inter- Platinum Triangles Anaheim 
uh, I forgot what they're calling it. They have a website dedicated to an, kind of an entertainment hotel restaurant corridor between uh, Chapman and down to the Westminster, and a little south, almost Westminster. Yeah. So they figure if they can pull in what California Adventure is pulling in, they would be yeah, they'd be freaking okay. golden. <laughs> what's what's California and they Adventure feed talking? Off, you know, they feed off Disneyland, which is not twelve thousand a, a day. Twelve. 12,000 day, 16,000 good, 20,000 crowded. What you want is funny is I used to get in an argument with DDT years and years and years ago when I worked at Knott's Berry Farm. You know, a big day for us was probably 20,000, oh. I'm guessing. It doesn't sound like very much, but the park is not as large. Not that big, yeah. And he would say, well, we had a XX size day. And uh, like, yeah. yeah, so ours was busy too. It's, it's relative to your size. So. It could still be busy, depending on the size of the park. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think California Adventure's got a lot of potential. Well, they just have to spend some money on it now. They've closed some things down. They've re- of course, they had re- some big sponsors leave and some of the restaurants. But they've I'm sorry, stuff. I'm not heading to California Adventure to go to Wolfgang Puck's or the Mondavi. No, place. well, Mondavi pulled it's out. Not, Wolfgang pulled well, it's out. Not a Wolfgang Puck. That's what I'm saying. But I'll tell that you that. was. I don't think that was necessarily a smart idea. I think those places should have been in Disney. That Mondavi restaurant was pretty cool, though. Oh, it's a cool place. Don't get me wrong. I look at the prices. I'm not sure I'm going to do that. <laughs> Fifty bucks a head. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, see, at Disney World, I'd do that. I'd yeah, go but to you're on the vacation. Sci-fi diner. I'd you're go on, to. That's right. Uh, but you're on vacation. You expect to pay big money. Well, see, but that's what for us. I for think us, AP the only total- miss. AP Toting Locals. Uh, what is it? Misjudgment is here. Is they're trying to build up the resort portion and figuring those people would pay in there. But the big well, difference about this resort is you walk, you can walk across the street to Tony Roma's. Sure. You can walk. Sure. To McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Mimi's. People who are paying the $50 dinner at Mondavi, it's not the same person sure. who's going to go eat at McDonald's. But, but you know what I'm saying? You have, you have a lot of options. Shoot, right downtown Disney gives you some very unique restaurants. Uh, and they're sucking so, wind too. What's that? They're sucking wind too. The one one Mexican place already changed from Spanish to Mexican. Well, a couple of those little ones have. I've oh. went to the Rainforest a couple of times, and it's yeah, Rainforest National Chain. That's time. not going anywhere. ESP, same thing. ESPN, same thing. But that, you don't. But you. But wait, Cajun that, place has done well. Back up a bit. You were about to touch on something about how they made a mistake. You remember the 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 Walt Disney Imagining mantra that we would we were told when we go on tour there. The, the mantra was know your audience and wear your guest shoes. Yes. Do you think they forgot that for California Adventure? I think there was a heavy influence by a guy who was a marketing person, a and did not come a up retail through person. Yes, did not come up through Disney. And he had an idea of what no he thought way. should be done. And well, there's evidence in the park also about how merchandising has changed or it's been more merchandised. Though I have no problem with merchandising, I think Disney was a master merchandiser. You can go back in the Protect- the fifties with uh, Davy Crockett. All the kids have to have a coonskin cap. Sure. People tend to think that Disney didn't flood the market with his his products. I think, in perspective to the size of what marketing and uh, sales were in those days, they were just as much in the market as they are today. Sure. Because if you start going back and researching some old Disneyland uh, or Disney games, 
uh, products, merchandise, it's all there. Well, think, think it's of it. changed a little bit is where stuff that was exclusively Disneyland, you can now get on Harbor or somewhere else. Correct, Walmart, right? But, hey, so what? <laughs> if that's what you want, and, uh, hey, I'm a stockholder. If it's making me money and it's not watering down the, the idea too much. Or diluting the brand, okay yes. It. But, you know, you talked about Davy Crockett, right, marketing. You know, Davy Crockett was a television program in the 50s. Yes. You know, what percent of available television program at that time did Walt Disney's product represent? You know what I'm saying? There's, you know, three broadcast networks, maybe a couple locals in the larger communities. Right. And, and you know, that's, that's so many hours of programming a week available to the masses. Mm -hmm. And Davy Crockett represents a a definite chunk of that whereas now in this day and age you know it's it's diluted well so, think about it. not owning a network he had the mickey mouse club on at one time his disneyland show wonderful world to color all the different names yes. that, that had and all these little tiny spin-off things pretty per predominant for a guy who was in the film industry where most of the film industry shunned tv sure mickey mouse club right five days a week one hour that's a significant chunk of programming provided by the Walt Disney Company. Pretty impressive for the time. Yeah, but it go it goes to okay now how did, dilutes not dilutes gets the brand out there right? Every mm -hmm. kid comes home who's watching that sees the little the, the little episodes encapsulated in right Spin and Marty and those guys right right you know so they get that following from that and sure enough I, next time I go to Disneyland well holy cow there's David Crockett I watch his show and I can get his real good skin cap right here. Well, yeah, what's well, that whole thing we're going to do another podcast on, the Pixarization of the parks? Uh, that's just getting out of hand. On the other podcast is the park was basically designed about around everything Disney had already done in movies and uh, TV yes. and all that. So, you know, bite me to those who think that there's no imagination left and we're just churning out things based on other people's movies and stuff. Yeah, that's the way Disneyland started in my opinion. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just my my problem is where some of those attractions are placed. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to rip out, you want to rip out you want to rip out all the good ones. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Some of those need to go. <laughs> They're old, they wore out. Come on. <laughs> At least they should be changed, updated. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you know, stuff we, like that. I know they need they need freshening. We we know that freshening works to drive people back into an attraction they yeah. may not otherwise go see. But again, the rumor on the street is Paul Pressler designed well, not designed the park, but really we signed up. He signed off on it. Yes, uh, he you know cut the corners. Every corner was cut. It was him. Yeah, I've heard doing? all kinds of complaints about it. Why are you making it? noise? Why am I making noise? Yeah. You, I don't know what I was doing. Knocking your microphone around. I may, I may have knocked it around. Yeah. All right. So anyways, I, I, if that concludes, I don't think they need to stand on their own. I think they're part of a resort. Disneyland is so unique that it's not truly a resort, though they're trying to push trying to the make Disneyland Resort name. And, you know, if anything bothers me, it's that it's the Disneyland Resort. In, in that, you have Disneyland Park. Well, I don't really like that park. They're moving added away to from Disneyland. that. They're moving away from that resort concept a little bit in the marketing things. They're they're talking more about Disneyland. Maybe just for the fiftieth. I don't know. I don't. I don't like that they call it Disneyland Park. I. But then again, you know, 
how many people you know that went to Walt Disney World, especially in the early years, that said, I went to Walt Disney World. What they did is they went to the Magic Kingdom, Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Yeah. I still know people today that call it, did you go to Disneyland at Walt Disney World? <laughs> no, but I went to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, even there's... And it, it's when I'm there, sometimes I, I even get caught in that. Is you still think of that as like the Disneyland, but it is the Magic Kingdom. Correct. So it's uh, you know, those little things crack me up. All right. So you want to you want to wind down? Should we give the usual end of cast platitudes about these are our own opinions? <laughs> Yeah, we these are, are, we are no way opinions. affiliated with Disney. We don't want to do anything to raise their ire and have them send their legal freaking sharks after us. Oh, bring them on. <laughs> you know, uh, we there's don't, nothing we, we said that's not already been said. Yeah, we don't but affect, again, it's all our opinion. It's all our conjections. We're not uh, checking all names any facts. have been changed to protect the innocent. One or two names. Except for anyway. Paul Pressler. Yeah. But that's a public name. That's sure. That's, well, he's, he's in take the public responsibility eye, so. for his actions. I mean, look what look what's going on in the Gap. <laughs> Does he still work there? Didn't he get canned? Uh, I don't know. I don't uh, know if he's still there. You know, I could really care less. Uh, yeah, what exactly. He's doing if I cared that going. much, I'd my, check. My attention's on the parks sure. and the company. I'm a shareholder. I want to know how the parks are doing. I have a personal interest and a personal stake for my old one or two shares of the yeah, park. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever small <laughs> you, amount you get it is. Get your dollar dividend check every year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Reinvest that okay. dividend, would you? All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> Email address, uh, micecast at gmail.com. Please send us a mail. We we do yeah. we do plan on having a, a mailbag feature at some point. Yeah, tell us like, we're a bunch of dumb shit. We'd like to address the, any any feedback, some feedback, anything. Tell us <laughs> we us suck. Tell, iTunes. Tell us, yeah. Uh, yes. Go, we have feeds on iTunes. We yeah, have good iTunes. Micecast. And make sure you go see the latest Lala on TikiBarTV.com. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Was that pretty refreshing or what? Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the show is kind of uh, stupid. I hate that pirate, but. <laughs> that was a different pirate. His nose same was dude. all smashed. <laughs> no, it was, dude, it was video effect, smashed. dude. It was video effect. It was that lame. was funny. Though. Oh, I, I got to watch it again. I downloaded it at work. Okay. <laughs> all right, so send us a mail. Go to micecast.blogspot.com. Get updates leave comments do anything let us know i know there's 20 of you out there that listen to this somewhat so maybe they didn't make <laughs> and it this all may of... have been a weak one some that you people don't really give a crap about because who cares if they can stand on your own you go and enjoy the parks that's sure. a great thing and we all enjoy the parks uh so i don't know next i'm not sure what the next one is we got a few ideas of some yeah. podcast i'm Hopefully I, the corporate rumor ones piqued my interest maybe i'll make you do that the corporate one rumor time. one's kind of and we can talk about Clipboard George and okay. some of the other funny people we used to work with when we were at Disney. Okay. Some of the rumors I find truly interesting because, again, when people believe this stuff, the people's capacity for believing the absurd is very funny. It, it really why conspiracy theories with like JFK and crop circles and aliens, okay, and Bigfoot, okay. Okay. all that shit. That's why it gets legs. It's very funny okay. stuff. Okay. All right. So <laughs> now that I've really Dude, built it up, it'll probably right. be a disappointment yeah, to some right. people. But it'll, there's some good stuff. It'll be the 10-minute one to make up for going 40 here. <laughs> well, this is going to be part one and two probably. You think so? Eh, we could split I don't it know. Up. Put the whole thing up. We could split it up. Shit. Yeah. You know, we're not that sophisticated yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so I'm getting ready to start the. Uh, we got 46 seconds of music, and you need of, to of exit music. Yes, so you need to stop talking. Well, <laughs> not like last time where you still yapping at the end. Well, you forgot to say one thing. If you have any ideas of what you'd like oh, to hear us talk about and argue about, again, send it in. Send it in. This wasn't as much point counterpoint because dumb shit Mike agreed with everything I said. Well, you know, you're but, such uh, a strong argument. You have such a strong bullshit. argument. Just <laughs> he just he just rendered me speechless. Yeah. I became a yes man today. <laughs> uh, you do, you know, you do work for the government. So, uh, hey, hey, let's do, <laughs> TMI, too much yeah, information. That's right. I want to be as anonymous as possible. Okay. <laughs> well, you work for the government. How much more anonymous can you be? Uh, okay, I'm a drone. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna. <laughs> Though it's not the post office. Okay, hush. When a when a flag is at half staff in the post office, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can apply that to the DMV too. Oh, okay, stop. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, you didn't answer me. Do you know what that means? <laughs> another day off or somebody? No, job opening. Oh, job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Accepting applications. <laughs> All right. Start playing the, the freaking music the, okay. so I can stop talking. Okay. Well, here we go. We're gonna start it up. And it's one of my favorite attractions and songs. Let me bring it down a bit. Yes. And and like it says, great big beautiful tomorrow. So send us an email, let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time. Good night. Just a dream away. Man has a dream, and that's the start. He follows his dream with mind and heart. When it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow just a dream away.